Hello everybody, welcome to Mushtar FM 89.6. This is your So Serious radio speaker, Berra. Today we are here for Point of View show and we are going to talk about volunteering. We have two guests, Anno and Badr. Hello. <laughs> Hello everyone. Welcome guys, how are you today? I feel energized and motivated to talk about this topic. I have a lot to say. Yeah, especially with this topic, I have a lot of things to say. especially with our last journey. Okay. When I think about volunteering, I mean it's all of us doing now. So maybe all of us think about it. But sometimes time to time before I sleep. So, what is volunteering for you? What is the meaning of volunteering? Okay, so I'm going to share my personal experience and I'm going to share why I'm doing it and how I perceive this year for me it's for me it's a gap year i finished my bachelor's degree and i decided to take a little break before i start my masters and i thought that it was going to be like a productive and really fun way to spend my year off and i found this program it was okay and i decided to apply for this program and here i am just enjoying my year plus it's a great opportunity for me for everybody to get to know other culture not just one but like regular here we have an opportunity to travel a lot because it's the EU so it's a lot more cheaper than traveling from Georgia so that was like one of the main points why i decided to travel to the EU country yeah basically i was just trying to find an adventure and find a new experience that i haven't had before So that's why I chose it and that's what it is that's how I perceive it even now. Before this project did you ever participate any other kind of volunteering? Not really. I mean I I did. Yes, there were some projects that I did volunteering job but it was just for a day so it doesn't really count. It's it's count but I mean you're doing it so because of why? because because I could I had time and those projects that I did were like um you oriented or about NATO and those stuff like in my field so it was interesting and why not so what about you about me maybe I will just go with uh, what Anu said first I was I was finishing my bachelor degree and uh, I had to find a job and I worked there like for one year and six months you know just the same routine it's kind of repetitive and i i was really tired of it i was looking for a new adventure to uh, to change the environment and the people let's say so and my friend my best friend was in in mustarhas volunteering here too so i told him okay next year when they open up application you just let me know and i'm just going to try my my luck with them and that's what i did actually but mainly why i choose uh, the radio to work with this is because uh, due to my let's say academic background i'm more into having like discussions and uh, you can say debates so i really like this kind of live conversations between people to exchange ideas and uh, you know broaden my perspectives because it, it wasn't this uh it wasn't this let's say wide before when i was in morocco i had this strict i was very strict with my beliefs and everything i hold into but right now i feel like i'm more open to new adventures can say new new ideas and it's kind of working very well for me uh, in this uh, mission 
I'm very proud of what I'm doing. Yay! <laughs> yeah, even though some, okay, I mean, even though sometimes you feel like you have a lot of work to do with, you know, preparing for shows and everything, but when I look at the big picture, I feel like at the end of the year, I mean, the change that I will notice is going to be huge. Well, actually, the thing I'm curious about, volunteering getting more popular and popular. I mean, every young people did some volunteering stuff or they will do. Even we are recording this show now. There is uh, some youth exchange project, some volunteering project upstairs. So why it became this popular, you think? I mean, why people want to be volunteer? Everybody has different goal, I think, and it can change by culture. I mean, for me, volunteering before I came here, it wasn't about me mostly. But when I came here, I saw people come here for educate themselves and take something from volunteering project. And I start to do that too. So mm-hmm. ESC is that kind of volunteering for me too. But before this, in Turkey, it was different, I think. It was more about, okay, I want to help people. I want to do something good. But now, okay, I want to do something good for me kind mm-hmm. of volunteering now. Well, it depends on what kind of volunteering you're doing too. Because, yeah, like even in Georgia, we had some these events that all of us just volunteered nobody was like oh hey we're looking for volunteers but it was just like a natural thing for example we had this like a huge flooding like a couple of years back and just everybody voluntarily came to the streets and just started cleaning everything that was like nobody said anything about it we just all did it and uh, yeah depends on project because sometimes there is no project you just become a volunteer based on your beliefs and based on what kind of person you are yeah i think so too most of the volunteering and especially when you're doing it for like a year in a completely different country and completely different culture it's not just about oh i'm gonna do something for others no like it's about you of course for me i can say that yes it is very popular because even as we speak like some of my friends like up to five of my friends are in different countries in europe right now doing their escs and it is very popular because it's uh for georgians it's a great chance to travel and great chance to meet new people and we're very curious about it and we love to meet new people and get to know as many cultures as we can well, i guess that's it people realize that it's important to be active it's important to meet new people and as many people you meet better and yeah i guess just this activism that you need to move you need to do something new you need to just get out of your country just to see everything else and it's a great opportunity sometimes maybe there is this element of uh, the agency when they provide like good good accommodation and good support that makes you feel comfortable in that project i think there is no reason that would make you reject it even though it's just volunteering but when you think that you're going somewhere and you will be provided with any thing that you need during the the project then you say okay why not this is a good chance for me and we really need that especially in morocco because we don't have this culture of volunteering even between us in in the country it's very weak or in this infant stage it's not very developed yet there are some attempts let's say an organization that encourage volunteering but not that much And of course, as you said, it encourages you because you think that you will learn something new. Because when you go somewhere else that is completely different than what you think and uh, 
what you believe in, it's it's definitely a good opportunity for learning. When you said about Morocco, how was the non-governmental organization situation in Morocco? I, I don't know, but personally, I tend to avoid this kind of uh, volunteering opportunities because mostly they are just... Uh, supported by political parties and you know when politics intervene in these kind of noble volunteering projects their attempt is just to uh, doctrinate if you want to say those volunteers into their uh, ideology and I really hate it uh, so you cannot find something neutral something very honest that you are thinking or willing to, to spend your time and efforts in So you say like, okay, um, if you are planning to do something, you just do it by yourself. I used to volunteer, but I wasn't framed within an organization. I was just do it by myself, like teaching kids or preparing them for their exams or something. And how was it in Georgia? We have lots of them, like a lot. And yeah, like you said, many of them are financed by some political parties. But anyway... It's it's a good opportunity for people to get involved in this kind of stuff. And, I mean, yeah, they do work. They do some good stuff for people. And they have a lot of grants. So if you're in this organization, if you're a part of it, I mean, for you, it's okay. There are, like, a lot of NGOs in Georgia. Like, a lot. You will, I don't know, just strip on some, somewhere and you end up in the NGO office They're actually quite a big power right now because mainly nowadays they like new generation started creating NGOs and there are like a lot of young people and I look at it really hopefully because it's not just that there are young people like young like really educated people there and I don't know maybe something good will happen up in Georgia yeah they are very active okay so when we talk about that young young generation mm -hmm. actually volunteering is mostly about young generation yeah. I mean I don't see much elder people who doing volunteering I actually curious about that maybe they start working and they start to worrying about their life their family so they stop do volunteering i mean but volunteering is still stay in touch with world for me mm -hmm. so maybe sometimes i can think that when people get old they stop their curiosity about world let me just say this in post-soviet union countries they don't have curiosity okay not even when they were younger it's a cultural thing post-soviet countries they don't, they were not interested in anything because there was no point No, I mean, I'm serious. Even in Georgia, it is about young people because we are. And that, that's why I talk so much about young people, because we're the generation that like saw the world outside of our country. Because before that, this Soviet Union really did things to people and their mind, their mindset. Like they couldn't see behind this iron curtain that they put there. So they're not curious. They don't care. They For them, it's enough to just have enough money to feed their families and that's it. Yeah. They don't do volunteering. For what? I think it can be uh, good and bad at the same time. But for me, maybe the perfect strategy that you can use if the old and new generation like cooperated together because we know that even old people can be corrupted but they are more experienced than us so i think we should like hear them out and listen to their experience but we shouldn't take it like literally but 
take the good things that we think will do good to the society, but at the same time, we, like as a new generation, we should come up with a new vision that old generation no longer have, uh, because, uh, I don't know, I think we are more vital, more interactive with society, with other cultures, the older people, so... I think that's that's my opinion on this. If the, if we have like an alliance, it would be perfect. And when I said about that, it's different in Turkey, and I seen it's different for European countries and all around the world. I was looking for opportunity, volunteering opportunity to Asian side. You wanted to go to Asia? Yes. Where Why? exactly? I really want to go like Vietnam, Vietnam, Asia. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of my dream. Let's skip it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I heard they have a lot of mosquitoes. Is it right? Yeah, it's nice. We have sprays. So I was looking for that opportunities, but it seems like new industry starting because it seems like I have to pay for be volunteer. When I do like one week volunteering, I have to pay like 300 euros. I mean, they will give me dorm to sauté. Yeah. And they will give me most, most of them, not all of them. Give me two meals in a day. So for every week, I have to pay at least 300 euros. And it change all the time. But you have to pay if you want to be volunteer in Asia. So it's really interesting. Because I never seen something like that. I mean, volunteering is the thing that you you're not getting pay, but now it turns that you have to pay. Yeah, irony. Did you ever heard something like that? No, I never actually tried to look at the opportunity. Say in Asia, no, that's enough. Georgia is enough. I heard something, especially in India. Maybe some some scammers out there trying to uh, get profit out of it. Okay, like this opportunity that you should have pay and there's another thing too again i saw it in asian site like korea or japan for hostels or for that kind of place they are looking for volunteer they should work in reception or they should clean the hostel but it's volunteering so they just let you stay mm-hmm. sleep there And they will give you two meals, three meals in day. And you have to work. But they calling it volunteering too. I mean, they actually hire some workers. <laughs> But they are doing it with volunteering. Yeah. So yeah. they don't need to pay anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're not forcing you. If, you. if it sounds good for you, you go for it. If not, then don't. Yes. But, I mean, when I'm thinking that it's okay... Because I want to go there and uh, I want to have that experience. So it's okay that I work and I didn't get pay. It's okay still. But it's actually same with uh, when you're working, but when you're getting your payments less than hunger limit or something like that. Yeah. But still you have to work. So still you are choosing it. But still it's not okay maybe. So... I'm thinking that it is like volunteering became to be like unpaid work, like really, really, or it still has own culture in it. Yeah, it can be. But if you look, I mean, at it from as an outsider, if you think you will get a result in the long term for your self-development and everything, then uh, it's okay to go for it because... You know, at the end of it, you will uh, get something out of it. But if 
they tell you uh, we have a restaurant and we need some dishwashers uh, and we are providing this volunteering opportunity. I mean, you know, gi they giving you uh, accommodation and everything and your volunteering activities is to wash dishes, then then it's obvious exploitation then. It's not volunteering. Yeah, I mean, there's no structure of volunteering work should look like or where are the limits of like working uh, amount or something like that. But yeah, like Bader said, it's up to you whether it is good for you, if, whether it's suitable for you or not. And yeah, just read your contract and find out what you want and don't sign anything if you don't realize what it says. Yeah. Yes, and in contract, on contract... Uh, for ESC, let's say, it's 35 hours for every week. And I know volunteering has limits for each country. Mm -hmm. So I know in Turkey, when i doing my volunteering in another foundation, we have limits for 16 hours for each month. It's only 16 hours. So it's not legal to do more. For that organization? Or? No, for that organization. Okay. But it's like ethic level or something. If you are doing more, if you are asking your volunteering to do more, it can turn like exploitation. So it's like for all country, but for my foundation, it was like, yes, you only should do that much time. But I even did more in one day. So it's only written on the paper. <laughs> If you are saying, okay, I'm get tired, I want to go home. Oh, so like they didn't let you go or what? No. They the working day didn't end? Working day didn't end, but they didn't force me to not go. But it was like, okay, if you go now, you will leave everything without finish. Like nobody's going to paint these walls except you. So I don't care. So yeah. they, they bring you this, uh, I don't know. This sense and of manipulation. Guilt. Yeah, yeah, this sense of guilt. They don't. If I don't do they this. can manipulate me. Okay, <laughs> I know how to do this. Yes, yes. I mean, it's kind of sh you're doing good thing. You know, <laughs> keep going. Yeah, but oh my God, you're like. Yes, child. Who is he? Yeah, oh, Michelangelo. You know, you know how to paint. <laughs> yes, yes. We, <laughs> we have other hundred walls to be painted. Please do them. Yeah, it was like this. They have limits, but it's never count. And even. For foundation, they are not hiring people because they have volunteers. Yeah. So they don't need the workers to pay. I know some foundation, I'm not going to name them, but they have like huge volunteer all around the country. And they got a lot of pay, a lot of scholars, everything, everything. But... They don't want to hire people. So, for example, they need some international stuff. Mm -hmm. So they're asking volunteers that, you know English? Come, we will feed you. <laughs> we will give you a sandwich. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah yes. We'll and we will give you leftovers. <laughs> and we will give you internet. So oh, you, you can you. go meeting. Yeah, <laughs> and that's all. I think that's, yeah, that's volunteers' problem. I think they should have this. They should be strong enough to say, okay, you know what? No. But the problem is volunteering seen like this. I mean, I was seen volunteering like this. It was normal for me. Mm -hmm. At that time, I was thinking like, okay, it's not volunteering. It's not what I want to do. It's just, you know, I'm working now. <laughs> no, and I'm working for free. When I came here, 
you know, we are talking about, okay, I have time limits yeah. and I am taking something here too. I mean, accommodation, the other things, pocket money, something, bike. What else, please? <laughs> Maybe sometimes we can use balls. Okay, so I have last question. If you remind your best moments during your volunteering, I mean, in this project or in other volunteering, it doesn't matter. What is that moment? I can tell you the worst right away, but the worst was when I realized that somebody broke in our house. The yeah. best. Yeah, I don't know what's the best. I don't know. We went to Mishkots the other day, so I guess that. For me? Yes, you have something. My worst moment when I realized the worst moment is when I realized that I got the smaller room. In the flat was very disappointing. <laughs> yeah, because my previous room in Morocco was very spacious and I really liked it, unlike this one. But what to do? Okay, your happiest moment. What What is your happiest I moment? I can't think of anything other than our trip. When to you saw us the first time. S- seriously, my happiest moment is our trip to Visegrad. It was really welcoming and I will never forget this journey. With the other volunteers imagine like we went we were in this meeting room and nobody knows the other it was like a bunch of strangers and at the end of arrival meeting everyone a lot of them were crying because we're taking part my favorite moments are also our family dinners with chris and mario you guys are not part of it i'm sorry but Okay, in this program we have a little bit different format we had two guests but We have six more guests too. They are not here, but two weeks before, we have some kind of volunteer meeting in Visegrad, as Bader talked about. And I made interview with them. I asked them about what is volunteering for them, what is their volunteering project, or their best moments during volunteering. Sorry for noises. During we had interview, we tried to find quietest place, but... There was still a lot of people, uh, so still there was noise. So let's listen what the other ESC volunteer in Hungary thinks about volunteering. My name is Bala Amuka, or in English Amuka Bala. And uh, I am from Romania, from Transylvania. And I live um, Hungarian for two years. You came here for volunteering or... I um, studied at the Brezen and after I started my volunteering program. Okay, so can you talk about your volunteering program, your project? My project is connected to my uh, study. It's about nature protection, especially bird protection. We work in a museum. This is an exhibition about storks and yeah, this is a cute museum, there is stops for children, there is a little um, theater, figure with hands, you know. Ah, uh, puppet? Yes, yes. Okay, you are yes. doing this or? No, 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 I just, there is an um, artist in the village, so they do this. How long have you do your project? I started the uh, end of the April, on May I visited school. So I didn't work at the museum. Betul, my workmate, worked uh, at the museum. We visited school. 
so maybe I started my job for one week in the museum only, yes. <laughs> and how long will you continue? Until October, or I will work there. And what is the biggest challenge in your project? Mm, biggest challenge is that I um, have to speak with other person who visit uh, the museum and my communication skill isn't the best so yeah I uh, have to learn to express myself better and I have to learn how to teach the people and how to teach the child about this topic so yeah this is the biggest challenge <laughs> So, if you remember, what is the happiest moment you have in your project? I mean, it's really little short time, but... Yes, yes. Maybe it's from school when we visited them and when children was happy and they appreciated the class which uh, is kept by us. So, yeah, this is the happiest when ch children is happy <laughs> or happy. Uh, because it's important that they enjoy the program. What is volunteering for you? Volunteering to uh, help the association where I work and um, I don't know, meet new people, get to uh, know new people, new culture, especially Turkey because my work uh, meet is from uh, Turkey. So yeah, this is this is the meaning, I think of the volunteering. Okay, thank you so much. My name is Enrico, I am 23 and I come from Italy and now I'm living in Hungary for 10 months and in Seychelles precisely. I wanted to be an aerospace engineer but I didn't finish my degree and so here I am. Which city you are in Hungary? Seychelles. Can you introduce your project? In Seychelles and uh, the villages around it, we work with children, mainly we play games and we do activities in class concerning any soft skills using English and sometimes helping with translation. How long have you been here? I've been in Hungary for two months and a half already. Okay, how long will you stay? Total length of the project is ten months. So I still have a long time ahead of me, even though I'm already feeling anxious because the time went by very fast and I don't like this. Same for all of us, I think. So what is the biggest challenge in your project and your volunteering experience? My main issue that really pushes me down every day is lack of self-confidence because Everything that people do around me feels that is attacked to me personally, even though really they, they couldn't care less about me. So this really worsens my mood and so has an impact on the, how well I perform every day, how I uh, participate in planning the games and the activities, and also how I act around children. It has improved a lot. Since I came here, since in the beginning, I really felt I couldn't help at all in the activities. And 
actually even just a few weeks ago I, I still felt the same even though of course a, a little better and it's been only maybe two weeks that I, I finally feel more confident and that I can bring myself and my personality to children and that that's become really important for me because even though maybe I cannot provide anything more than others but I have a unique personality and I want children to look at it and to learn from it you know that they can become like that being like me is not wrong they can still be shy or not be perfect in anything they do but it's still good thank you what is the happiest moment in your volunteering I will talk about two different contexts one is with a person inside the house and the other is on activities so the first one was with a girl who was living with me one day she asked me to go out with bike and we went really far uh, in Slovakia because we live close to the border anyway and we cycled a lot more than 60 kilometers and for me that was a beautiful bonding experience and uh, I finally did something that I like like cycling with someone I, I don't often find people to do things that I like with so it was really comforting for this reason the second the second situation where I felt really happy is when it was just me and another person to school in the afternoon so we just play games in the afternoon usually because the classes are finished and uh, at the end of the session of games few children came to hug me even though I didn't ask for anything and even though they had no reason to and uh, that was really rewarding because I often feel I'm not doing anything important for them but they they feel differently and that's that's why I was happy okay so last question what is volunteering for you in Walmart? for me volunteering and that's also the reason why I came here is about learning in uh, any way so learning how to deal with people because I know that I am a very intolerant person and I'm not able to live with others in a healthy way so I think this is something that I can learn and maybe also I should to live happy and uh, also learning about how to work with children how to better teach people not just children but how to entertain through teaching or how to teach through entertaining learn also how to manage myself my time and my life okay thank you so much my name is Lorena I'm 22 years old I'm from Spain and I'm doing a volunteering project in Barnack which is a village near Besprim in Hungary and it is part of an eco-community so we live in complete touch with nature and we try to live in a super ecological way of living like all the things we eat we do all our tasks are related with the ecological point of view. Uh, why you choose this project? Hmm. 
Well, because since I'm a biologist, I don't know how, but it happened. <laughs> I, I graduated last October, and yeah, I studied biology, and so I'm trying to figure out how I want to use this knowledge or this interest. So I think I want to learn more about how environment works with humans or how humans work with environment, linking one to each other, and how can we live like that and use it, make it useful for our lives, but in the same time taking care of ourselves and of the planet. And well, since you're making your volunteering, uh, what is the biggest challenge for you? I think it's trying to don't judge other people. I mean, I've never feel like a judging person to others, but I'm finding out that I kind of struggle when I cannot understand others' point of view. How do you communicate with others or how you take care of the community you're living with or how do you share tasks maybe or responsibilities? So I'm trying to keep it in balance, like, okay, I value myself and how I do things, but I try to understand how others do it too. Thank you. Okay, your happiest moments in your project or in any volunteering you did. Okay, I'm sure this training is one of those because I'm seeing myself able to communicate and to get in touch with a lot of different people and different unknown people. <laughs> And the other one, I think it was the moment that I spent a week outside the farm doing like other event with other volunteers in Edjek. And I came back to the farm and I felt home. Oh, that's my place. Like I can relax, I can chill here, I can grab some tea or whatever and just be here. And this was really like... Uh, how long have you been here? Almost two months. Okay, so last question is, what is volunteering for you in one word? I asked <laughs> you before. <laughs> okay, mine is world. World? Yeah. Can you explain? Yeah, I think it's because as I see it, this experience or the previous experience I had with volunteering in my city, it makes me get in contact with the world with people and how humans work with each other. Yeah, you are a real biologist. Yeah, I can say it. <laughs> no, but not only in a science point of view, just like how we communicate, how we love each other, how we laugh together, how this, how mm -hmm. can we be useful for each other. My name is Alexandre, but friends call me Sandro, like a short version of my name. This would be my second name as well. I'm from Georgia, a small and beautiful country from region of Caucasia. I'm 23 year old. I graduated for international relations and science of politics is my main platform and field and a path which I follow and I feel eager to follow. But my working experiences in my mother country is a little bit different, kind of customer service 
hotel platform and a central and central. So what are you doing here? That's a great question. I'm involved in a volunteering project, which means that the main point is that I have to communicate and build relation with children in the kindergarten. So this is the sweetest period of my life, I think, because when I see their humble eyes, when they smile, it gives me the best vibes. What can I take from the everyday routine, you know? They are special when they give you, when they charge you with the positive and the energy and they give you the reason to keep going to raise your head up that you are you can prove by the, with relation with them that nothing is impossible because the hard thing and difficult thing is that it's a little bit hard to find the special line which is between you and them which will help you to communicate with them it's the barrier is not the only language you know the, second and most huge barrier is their emotions, their feelings, their first impression about you when a child aged like a three or four year old sees you, his or her first thought is, who is he? What is he doing here? He's like, a, he's looking at you like with suspicious, but when you step forward to him, and when you try to catch the line between you, I think communication starts and a great and beautiful relation as well. So, to, overall, to summarize, I'm uh, here in a volunteering project in kindergarten and I, I'm trying to use all the opportunities. I see a lot of challenges and I face some difficulties as well, but I try to keep going, I work a lot of myself, I'm studying a lot and I feel that I'm at the right place. So I feel encouraged as well and I feel eager, extremely motivated. That's super. And which city you are in? My hometown is Batumi. Batumi is one of the most popular cities um, in the West Eastern Europe. But the reason why it's so popular, we have a lot of visitors in the summer, so it's, you have a plural options what to do in Batumi. Batumi is located, it has a specific location. It's middle to the sea and to the mountains. So the nature is beautiful, people are very warm and open. So if you have a chance one day, you have to travel in Batumi. You mentioned about challenges in volunteering projects, so what is the thing make you most challenging? What is challenges for you? Mm, the thing I, what comes to my mind first is like a different culture, different country. When you're coming and I have to, no, I have to say that this is my first experience in Europe. So I'm a beginner, my level is beginner. I have to mention that the first difficulty, the first challenge and I think it's, it was a huge challenge for me was to adopt with the different uh, mentally and worldwide thoughts with different people or in everyday routine but I have to say also that I love here I love being here people are warm but sometimes I still feel like a foreigner because the fact is that I am a foreigner, but why I'm feeling that is like a, during the communication with um, local people in supermarkets or in uh, shops, 
I feel that they treat me like a foreigner because uh, you know when you look at their eyes still during the communications you can, sometimes you cannot feel that heat yeah so I think two months passed already and in my opinion I got over to this challenge I passed my achievements which were, which were including in this challenge and I now I feel self-motivated and self-confident and I try to convince myself very often that I can do this, I can adopt whatever, it's a different country, different culture but when I remember my, my own cultures and mentally, mentality I am very confident that I can adopt and get well with other cultures as well because Georgians have a very specific mentality and we are very open, we are very friendly people so I think that we will get well with any kind of human My main opinion is that country is not just a geographical point where you have been born and it's not just your nationality which is written in your passport Country is the place which gives you opportunity, opportunity to adopt, opportunity to grow up as a patriotic and as like a citizen with a lot of knowledge, you know. And I think that each person has to respect, has to love his own country because it gives you water, your national land national air to breathe this is a very emotional sensitive thing for me so if someone asks me uh, if you had a second chance where would you and you could decide where would you burn burn i will choose again georgia okay so for last question have you called volunteering for you in one word this challenge it is opportunity and I think it's a huge source of knowledge and education. Hello, I'm Maike, I'm from the Netherlands and I'm doing volunteering work in Hungary nearby the Slovakian border, so close that you can walk there. It's a place called Sechen. I'm together in a house with volunteers from all over Europe, we got some from Austria, Italy, we got goods from Georgia not anymore, Turkey, China, Chinese Hungarian, Netherlands, myself. And we're performing with the schools and youth centers where we go to. We do non-formal educational activities and we try to kids, uh, teach the kids mostly like soft skills like working together and also a lot of English, mostly at the schools, the systems nearby in that county they are not very wealthy and they're a lot underdeveloped and we also noticed that a lot that the kids never had that much attention to them so they don't respect each other they have constant fights they don't know some basic concepts of working even if they don't want to show they're very insecure and scared to fail so it's very new for them to speak up and that they can speak their minds and we also try to that's nice how long have you been here i've been here since around mid-february 
so now around four months and I am um, like hungry so far it's very new, refreshing it was a culture shock for me that cars stop here when you want to cross the roads yeah, even if you're standing in front of a zebra like I'm used to just getting past when I'm at a zebra but now I'm just not even standing next to it but like making it look like I'm going across the road they stop and also the language, the vocabulary doesn't sound like any language, mm. the vocabulary. And the, the systems, how they work, also a bit different. I'm still, even though I work at a lot of schools, I'm still not sure how the school systems exactly work. Because when I first came here and, and they said, oh, you're doing the Austrian girl and um, you do some German classes together. And I was like, okay, that's fine, that's good. What is the age range and what's the level of their German? I just asked her, and they said, like, yeah, the age range is between 15 and 20. And I said, 15 and 20? Is it not like maybe 15 and 16, 16, 17, 17, 18, like a, a closer age range? And she was like, no. I was like, I'll just experience. Because apparently you can fail more than two times. I was used to, in Netherlands, that you can fail a year one time. And the second time you can fail in your school career, but it can be in the same year. Because then you get kicked out. Then we were in the class and we had an introducing round and uh, people were saying, yeah, hello, this is my name, I'm um, 14 years old. And then uh, another couple people further a guy said like hello this is my name and I'm 19 years old and I was like but you have a five years difference and you're in <laughs> the same class it doesn't make any sense to me and then we had preparation for primary school and and we were preparing some games for primary school and we were asking like question around like maybe we can do a game with phones I don't know we also most are trying to avoid using phones but and I was like, we're going to, I mean, elementary school. Do they have phones in elementary school? I mean, they're, they're going to be pretty young, right? And I was like, no. Some of them are like 13, 14, 15, 15 and 16. I was like, 15, 14, 15, 16. And elementary school, how does that work? Again, so much confusion. So, um... I'd like to know how the age ranges at the Hungarian school system work because it's still vague for me. Uh, you actually mentioned about challenges and what are you doing, but if you remember that, what is the happiest moment in your volunteering experience? I became really good friends with one guy, unfortunately he's back to his country, to Albania. And I was really glad they had such a good connection because when I first came here, the um, most volunteers they were there were for like almost 10 months or 5 months. So they were already like pretty close. And I felt very welcomed with them, which was amazing. We had a good barbecue together. I was very happy at some dances, some drinks. It was a very nice time played poker in the night, even though I don't get the rules for poker. I enjoyed very much that everybody had a lot of joy, and that is what I enjoy about this night. So, 
for me if they said let's do a poker night I'll probably lose all the rounds but I have so much fun and then in uh, April some new volunteers came and I became very good friends with the Albanian guy so happy that I found like such a good connection with someone because I wasn't expecting that and um, I'm a little sad that he's back to Albania but we said when we had goodbye this is not goodbye yeah I think uh, friendship in here keep for all life yes also to see some growth in the children that we work with and when we go there and they come back and they remember your name and like Mega 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 and they come uh, like give and hug you and even if they say like they hate English but then um, we played a game and it was like 30 degrees and they're running around the house, running around the house and I joined the energetic kids with the running around the house up and down the hill so apparently my back was very sweaty and the guy that um, said the little kids actually not the guy but it's a boy <laughs> who asked me to play with them he normally does not like English at all and then after he quit the game and we're done with the running and the hiding and running and running and catching he came to me and even though he hates English he tried to like make him, make him and then he pointed at his back like back and I was like yeah yeah Dennis I know I have a back back do you have mosquito bites because mosquitoes love me and we're in nature no back you mean I have a sweaty back? Yes. Lots of sweat. Yes. And even though he's way too honest, you shouldn't say it to other people. Maybe some people would take it as inappropriate, but I felt very glad that he, he wanted to connect so bad, even though he was kind of uh, known as the bad kid from the youth center. It felt very hard for me that he tried to say that I had a sweaty back. <laughs> Last question, let's say. I already asked you before, but how you explain volunteering for you in one word? Passionate. Okay, thank you so much. My name is Mathilde. I'm from France, uh, from Brittany more specifically. And I'm volunteering in Hungary, of course, in the same program as you. So we're volunteering in radio in Mustarhas, in the city of Nirikaza, on the east of the country. And we're basically doing podcasts and broadcasts and talking about whatever subjects we're interested in, what we're passionate about. So that's the thing about what is meaning of volunteering for you? Uh, for me, it's adventure. I would say, intuitively, it's, it's the first word that comes to my mind. And it's also the reason why I, I would say, escape. I mean, it's a strong word, escape. But yeah, I w just wanted to move from France uh, to explore new countries, new cultures, and when I decided to volunteer abroad, I didn't know in which country I wanted to go, and initially I wanted to go to Berlin, Germany, but then I found out that no mission was interesting to me, like I couldn't find my thing, and I was like, okay, now 
just focus on the mission. Don't focus on, on the country, just focus on the mission. And then just find your mission and go to the country, just explore. And I knew for sure I did not want it to go to Spain or to Italy because I would say three years ago, I don't know the reason why, but basically I developed a kind of obsession over Balkan and Eastern countries in general. So I knew for sure if you take France, everything that is at the east of France was okay to me. Like, I don't know, uh, Georgia, Czech Republic, Germany, Hungary, all the countries uh, that are at east, but more specifically Balkan countries. Mm. So, yeah, I just found this opportunity in Hungary and actually all the projects that I found that were interesting to me were in Hungary for some reason, so I don't know why. I applied to Debrecen in a zoo first, but it ended up, like the coordinator ended up not replying because he broke his leg during his vacation. And our coordinator, he replied to me like the day after I sent my application. So I just passed the interview and I was taken and I was super happy because to me it was like a huge opportunity, especially to go one year abroad. It's something that I couldn't imagine myself doing a few years ago. And now I've finally found the strength to do it. So, yeah, it's kind of scary, you know, to jump. If I can use a metaphor to jump in, in a pool, you know, in deep water when you can't see the, the floor under the water. But, yeah, it's like it's adventure, you know. You, you don't know what to expect. And I definitely don't regret the, the decision because, like, uh, since I've been there, I've been experiencing so much things, positive things, and I want this to continue for sure, so... Best decision of my life, I think. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> okay, so um, you say that it's best decision, but for sure there is some challenge for you. Mm. I mean, I'm very vocal about this, I think. I mean, I already talked to you about it outside of the podcast, but basically I have like ADD, which is a variation of ADHD, which means attention disorder basically but I don't have hyperactivity I just have hardcore attention disorder and because of this I am particularly slow but like when I say slow I mean slow with a big s so it's kind of challenging in the sense that we have a lot of deadlines as you can say yourself a lot of deadlines and obviously like when you have a half an hour show you have to record one hour when you have a one hour show you have to record two hours and editing and scripting are both long processes uh, especially scripting for me is really really hard because I'm also a perfectionist so it even worse, I guess. Time management for me. I mean, I missed a lot of podcasts because I wasn't able to submit um, the programs in time because of the fact that I'm slow. So this is challenging for sure. But you know, I think the most important thing is to try because 
at the end of the day, I don't want this to take over me. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, I don't want this disability because it's considered a disability, even if it's not visible from the outside. I can definitely feel it. And yeah, I don't want to let this disability win over me. I just want to live my life just like anyone else, even if, if I'm struggling, as long as I know I'm giving my best. Even if sometimes it leads to a lot of frustration because, you know, I want to be able to do everything. So yeah, it can be frustrating, but still, I know I'm, I'm giving my best, so I'm just trying to remember this. Thank you. You're welcome. It was really nice. Hello, back. We listened Emu, Enrico, Mathilde, Lorena, Sandro, and Mike. I want to thank to them for participating and sharing their opinion. It was really nice to hear them. Today we talked about volunteering with our own point of view and we seen the others. Volunteering has different forms, different goals and different means for each of us. But I think main point for all of these differences is stay connected with world. Do you have another things to add guys? I would just suggest everybody that it's a great opportunity and just give it a shot whether they can. If they can, I would definitely recommend to go volunteering maybe once in their life. Yeah, true. I mean, same. You should always think of getting out of your comfort zone and experience other things through volunteering, if you think so. Okay, thank you guys for today. Thank you for listening. This is Mushtar FM 89.6. See you next time. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye.